Buenas, buenas. Ya llegaron las que estaban esperando. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Anyways, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Mm -hmm. We're on episode number two. Numero two. And I want to say number two, episode two is just a little special to us just because. Somos las dos amigas. Pero just welcome back, you know. I feel like today's topic is probably going to be one of those topics that, you know, is not mentioned a lot or just not talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. So we'll try our best to keep our jokes to ourselves. Which you know I can't, but you know, I'm going to just, you know, hit the little mute we'll button. Try. I mean, Christy <laughs> will try, but I mean, today's, like I said, today's one of those topics that not a lot of people want to talk about or mm -hmm. just try to like hide it or just try to not mention it at all and just act like okay. nothing ever happened but we'll start it off easy our childhood our childhood you know la greñuda la chancluda ni la chancluda como se dice la la está siempre descalza en las calles this girl get home my dad got the bell outside because we got no chanclas on you know but You know, yeah, today's topic. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, it gets real when your mom tells you, Oh, go outside, go pick a branch. And you'd be like, Okay, you oh, pick the bitch. you pick the smallest branch. You'd be like, nope. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But those smallest ones be the ones that hurt mm -hmm. the fucking most. Truly. I remember my dad would come out and like he would just see us without shoes and he didn't have a fucking belt with him. So what mm -hmm. would you do? Just go to the nearest tr tree. Start off a motherfucking <laughs> branch, you know, and then start just start picking off the leaves, and then I was like, "Oh, bitch, that I, shit was coming. That shit was coming." Like, then you'd be all like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm gonna run away for real." I mean, bitch, I'll just hide in my closet, but that was about it. Or just go up to the tree till I was like, okay, they're not gonna, they're not gonna come looking for me. So let me just go back in the house. This girl, like, she's a little shower. monkey. You know, like, I don't care. That was probably one of my um favorite things to do in my childhood was like just climb trees. Damn, so yeah, okay. I'm part-time monkey, I guess. You okay, okay, Tarzan. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, the girl. But anyways, Anywho. my first question or the first question is pretty much what mm -hmm. was your childhood like? me well my childhood i feel like my childhood was like i don't want to play that latin card you feel me or that hispanic card but i just feel like my childhood was that like my childhood just was what it was and we keep it pushing you know like it's not something that like we talk about it we joke about it but nobody really talks about like the bad times or oh, no who really wants to talk about the bad times you know but no one really gets real and be like oh this and this and this happened Yeah, of course, you know. So how yeah, was how sure. was like your childhood growing up? I mean, like I said, my well, my childhood was pretty Hispanic. Um, not like you know, like that's just how we grew up. So if you're listening and you grew up in a Hispanic household, hopefully you can relate. And then if you didn't grow up in a Hispanic household and you can relate to the little topics that we are gonna get into, then mm. you know, or you could just but, imagine, just imagine. Yeah, but opposed to me, like, you know, my house was very Hispanic. My mom waking up, doing lunch for my dad, you know, um, mm -hmm. my mom and dad leaving the house to go, you know, pick tomatoes or whatever. Just agriculture. Is that como se dice? Yeah, agriculture. agriculture work, like under the sun type shit. So um, pretty much like 
my older sister was to not to raise us but she was the one like looking after us Mm -hmm. after my mom and dad like left out the door Mm -hmm. so yeah hispanic very much just because um i guess you can say i'm one of the what is it called like the middle child no No. i mean i am a middle child yeah but Mm -hmm. i'm like the third out of six so shout out my mom she done gave shout out well i mean she gave birth to like five and then two Mm -hmm. and one back so i mean my bad gave birth to four and two (laughs) and one back because she had twins so Mm -hmm. yeah very much hispanic you know i never really got a room to myself i always shared a room with Mm -hmm. like my one of my sisters i had hand-me-downs because obviously i had two older sisters you know Mm -hmm. so pretty much very hispanic with um, speaking Spanish that was my first language so if y'all hear me like not making sense or like stuttering on my words or like mm-hmm. instead of like sweeping I say broom like just no Spanish was my first word <laughs> For so, real. you know but yeah I, I want to say um, my childhood was fun you know like since my mom and dad weren't around much we were just like outside till the lights came off that's when we knew like it's time to go mm-hmm. home before you get your ass whooped you know mm-hmm. so once those um street lights came on it was like la casa. O sea, no te van a chingar. Truly. You know? so yeah i want to say my childhood was very 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 full of joy with all the siblings that i had mm-hmm. and just having my mom and dad with me so yeah and then you see the difference is that like you growing up in a big family household and then me like it's different with me because you know it's just me and my sister and it was my mom so for us it was more like it was just on you know we were just just us three but growing up it was more like you know my mom would go to work at five in the morning she would literally leave us you know on the like doorsteps because she had to go to work already so she'll leave us on the doorsteps and then like around 5 30 in the morning and then at six the bus would come and then it would pick us up and like yeah like your 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 older sister was like you know like kind of a mom too like my my only one sister was a mom to me so she would just like watch out for me and yeah that was pretty much it like it wasn't really like much to it it was just like you know we hardly not to make it sound bad but you know we you know we hardly got stuff it was just like you know those were old times like as a single parent you know it's hard for them to you know, to make that money and then you got to raise two girls and then you got to pay the rent and then you got to do this and you got to do that. So. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like that's probably one of the things that not a lot of people talk about. Cause back then, like what was like the pay rate for agriculture people? I remember, you know, like my mom would come home and she'd be like, oh, okay, like that's my paycheck. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, you know, it sucks, but I feel like that's part of like where I get the person that I am today for mm-hmm. my mom, seeing her, you know, mm-hmm. and just seeing how independent she was, even when she had my dad, like just seeing her like struggle and like not even ask for anything and just kind of made it happen. That I feel like that was stuck. That's what stuck to me the most out of mm-hmm. like everything got out of my childhood. Just seeing my mom being, you know, the mom that she is and just keep pushing it with or without my dad. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's like that, like, Oh, but I feel like, you know, it's like that even even for me, like even if we were eating beans every day, hey, like at least we have something on the table. Oh, we're eating eggs today. Oh, at least, you know, at least she went out of her way to this time cook eggs, you know, like, you know, we really couldn't complain about it. But believe it or not, like all those 
ass whoopings and all that other shit i've been through like it helped out because bitch look look on me you know i ain't turned out that real. you know but all that shit really does help out even I though people say you ain't turn out that bad because mm. I mean, I, I hope Solo I did. Sabe, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but definitely. I feel like um, growing up in the household that I grew up, I feel like it taught me a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that's where maturity and all that came after just because I did live my childhood opposed to like not trying to compare back then and now, mm-hmm. but like today's childhood or today's kids would never know what it is to play outside till the lights mm-hmm. came on. They all they know is just like the phone, the phone, the, the iPad. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's rare when you see kids outside. Like it makes me happy to see kids outside and actually like just living their childhood. You know, mm-hmm. so that just kind of takes me to like the second question of today's topic: suspense. What is something major that happened in your childhood that just kind of made you like, oh, shit. Something major for me, you know, you know, I don't really share it just because, you know, I don't want the sympathy. You feel me? I don't not even that. Not that I'm embarrassed of it, but it's just something that, you know, I don't like to be reminded of. But I know what happened to me. So um, when me so just kind of. Put it like in the back burner and just try not to think mm-hmm. of it. So yeah. you're one of those where it's like, okay, like it happened to me, but I'm not letting sh- that should define me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, to speak like briefly about it, me and my sister, um, we were in foster care. And I think that happened like maybe when I was like around 10, not really, not really sure the age, but I know I was like around 10 or so. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like, you know, one day like, oh, you know, someone's telling me, hey, look, you're not going to be with your mom no more. And I'm just like, whoa, like what's going on? You feel me? Like, what well, what's what's happening? And me and my sister were like, just lost. Like, OK, like why? What's going on? And then they just randomly place you in a house and you're just like, OK, like what the fuck now? Like, who are these people? Where's my mom? why can I not communicate with my mom? Like what, you know, and to be in a a household and then for them to be like, Oh, these are your new foster parents. It's like, no, that's not my parents. That's not, that's not my mom. Like, I don't know who this lady is. I don't know who these kids are. Like, you know, what's going on. So for me, it was just kind of like, when I experienced that, like, I was just, you know, those moments were sad for me just because I would cry for my mom every night. Like I went, you know, I was with her 24 seven and now it's like I'm not so yeah. how can you explain that to like a 10 year old hey look you're not going to be with your mom anymore like how you know and the good thing is that well from everything the good thing that happened was that I was still with my sister like you know they didn't separate us because in most cases they do do that so I'm just happy that like the caseworker saw that I was just very very sad and dude like I would literally go to sleep every single day crying and crying and crying until they finally were like you know what like you need to she needs to see her mom because she doesn't stop crying so I feel like that for me that was one of the most things that it doesn't haunt me it's just like I I don't want people to I don't want people to go through that but you know it sucks people do have to go through that and some people are actually still living through that yeah and it does suck you know but just because you you're in that situation doesn't mean you're going to be in it forever for sure like i say there's always a light at the end of the tunnel like it may be dark as hell right now but you see that little hole is shining and it's gonna Mm -hmm. get bigger because you know 
that light is gonna just shine through one day you know yep, truly so i mean opposed to me i feel like one of the things that happened to my to my childhood in my childhood that actually like really i wouldn't say traumatized me but just kind of made me like eye opener to being like how can i say like like oh shit this happens yeah and on top of that just kind of like be more mindful even more now that i'm a mom it makes Mm -hmm. me just kind of like you know what like if something ever happens like this to my kid like Mm -hmm. which i hope to god it doesn't happen to no one you know not to no kid because i feel like it just shouldn't but i feel like the thing that happened to me or like just you know I feel like it was that one time where I had my mom never really let us sleep over at nobody's you know like that was just your a mama hell no. and mine <laughs> that was just a hell no like mm-hmm. oh you know he has a brother like you never know or like mm-hmm. oh you know so it was just kind of like a hell no to anyone and everyone mm-hmm. but this day like I don't know like that friend had was like oh sleep over I was like no my mom's not gonna let me sleep over like mm-hmm. you know I was like but if you ask her first and then I go ahead and ask her then maybe she'll sell yeah you know uh-huh. like, okay i'll ask her the friend i said like, great go ask her go ask her she's like she said yeah you can sleep over i was like this no girl. you bitch i had a fat ass smile on my face I'm like you lying she didn't she's like yeah yeah, yeah. now just wait like five minutes and then go ask her i'm like all right i was like mom can i sleep she's like si le dije a tu amiga que si so tu sabes mañana te quiero en la mañana para que regreses whatever like i want mm-hmm. you home the next morning mm-hmm. i was like all right so, you know, whatever, we ended up sleeping over. And at the moment, um, one of her dad's friends were living with them. Oh. And that friend, the dad's friend came into like her room and we were like sleeping in her bed or whatever. And like, you know, like she just kind of like got up and left with him. So I was just kind of like, OK, mm-hmm. like, that's, like she's going to come back, you know, like she's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I dozed off or whatever. And then she finally came back, like, right when the sun was rising. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, I didn't think of it. I didn't really ask her anything of it. Nothing. So I just went back home. And then the next day, like I said, like, I was a fucking monkey. So we're up in the treehouse, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of, like, talking. And I was like, hey, like, where did you go last night? She's like, oh, well, you know, um, he likes sleeping with me. Like, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I didn't think of it. Like, I was just like, oh, maybe because, you know, of course, like I said, like, you're innocent. Like, your your mind is so innocent that you don't really think of it. Like, oh, yep. like, sleep with you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and she was like, no, he just likes hugging me. And he likes, you know, um, touching me. And like, back then, I didn't really like acts like touching you, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, like, her sister was there with her. And her sister was, like, a little um, older. And she's like, what do you mean touching you? And then she was just like, oh, you know, just, like, my back. Like, he just likes touching me to fall asleep or whatever. And then she's like, no, you have to tell your mom. And we're just like, tell your mom. Like, why are we going to tell your mom, you know? She's like, no, but I like when he does that because he gives me candy and he gives me toys, you know? So it was just kind of like, okay, like he rewards you so i mean mm-hmm. like in my mind you know i was like eight nine like i was like oh like you know toys candy you know like i want to do it too but wants, you didn't you know? know yeah of course mm-hmm. you know like i was like okay well i wish that happened to me because i want candies and toys too you know mm-hmm. so i was just kind of like okay whatever fast forward probably like a week later um my friend finally told her mom and then you know it was just kind of like no you know 
we need to talk to your dad about it. And the dad just kind of like shut it down. He's like, no, my friend wouldn't do that to you. Like, my friend's not like that. That's why I have uh, him living here with us. Like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't do that. And it just, it didn't click to me, but I was just kind of like, you know, like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, you know, what is all, what's this all about? And then finally, like, you know, um, they ended up arresting the guy. Oh, and shit. you know, the, the lady, her mom ended up like leaving her dad because obviously he wasn't believing his daughter mm-hmm. out of everything. You wouldn't believe your daughter. And I feel like that's what hurt the mom the most. Obviously, the little girl didn't know what was right from wrong. Of course, but, you know, it just goes to show that, yeah, maybe one of the parents is going to believe you. But I feel like not all parents believe what and- a child has to say. Cause they're like, no, it's just your imagination. No, you were dreaming, mm-hmm. and it's just like, no, that's. And I that feel like never now happened. that I have became a mom, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's one of the things that I have like really focused on, which is like whatever my kids say is like I'm gonna go for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like yeah, kids have big imaginations, and kids tell little white lies here and there, but they would never lie about something so big like that. Exactly. You know? And like I said before, like I feel like that didn't click in my mind back then but now that i'm older and now that i know what it is i'm like that's molestation you know like that's just sad that at that age she had to go through that she didn't Mm -hmm. even know what a penis was and it was like what sex was or exactly what are even at that age my mom didn't tell me what the birds and bees were like you know like how i found out what you know technically what sex was was through a novella like what the you know, I was just kind of like I was just kind of like you blush like, why are they kissing so hard you know I was mm-hmm, just kind of yeah. like why are they kissing so hard like was don't this, lie now don't lie until probably like uh-huh. fifth grade that's when I kind of started like seeing like sex ed and shit but mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was wrong you know like mm-hmm. and I feel like that's probably one of the things that I kind of like had to learn the hard way which was just kind of like not all Hispanic parents are go- going to believe what you have to say. And like I said, I'm going to go off Hispanic parents because that was like the household that I grew up in and what I seen mm-hmm. it or wh- where I seen it, mm-hmm. seen that situation happen. Exactly. So to end that, like, I just feel like that was something major that really like affected my childhood. And you know? do you, do you feel like after that happened, it affected like, did you have to look at your family and be like, oh, shit, I got to be careful with them, too, you know, or, did you know, did you feel some type of way after that with your family? Yeah, for sure. I definitely did, you know, because it was just kind of like an eye opener that I was just kind of like, OK, like, I don't want nobody coming to my bed and like, you know, coming yeah. and me up at crack of dawn and then just bringing me back to my bed. Like I said, um. My uncle had recently came down from Guatemala, like, you know, he -hmm. had finally came to the U.S. from Guatemala and he was staying with us. And it's not to say that my uncle was going to do it. But just in my Mm -hmm. mind, I was like, well, I don't want nobody to come pick me up in my bed. at the Like I said, you know, so Mm -hmm. I would lock the door. And then my sister, since I had to share a room with my sister, she was like, why the fuck are you locking the door? Like, you know, like, (laughs) El Cucuy's not going to come. I'm like, no, but it's not El Cucuy that I'm worried about, you know? So it was just kind of like little stuff here and there. And like, you know, back then it was just kind of like, I started just kind of like not wearing shorts around um, 
guys, I guess you could say, because my dad, like, you know, he would be out like every, I wouldn't say every Mexican dad, because not every Mexican dad is like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, my dad ain't even Mexican. He's Guatemalan. So <laughs> whatever. But, you know, they would mm-hmm. be out drinking and stuff. And I just didn't want people looking at me. Like, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what if they come? You know, they start looking at me inappropriately. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. And I feel like that's where, like, my mindset just kind of changed. And I just started wearing, like, you know, pants, long sleeves. I would be all getting new that and shit, you know, just to make myself look ugly, feel ugly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where it just kind of changed me because I was like, oh, well, nobody's going to look at me. Nobody's going to touch me if I'm mm-hmm. ugly. If I'm like if I don't brush my hair and stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel like that definitely, even though it didn't happen to me, it definitely impacted me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So. And that's just that's just pretty crazy, though, like what how that happens to a child is like a child is is so innocent like you know as a adult you should know better as an adult you get me you should be like oh shit you like i don't it just doesn't click to me how adults do that and back then it was not known you know it was just kind of mm-hmm, like exactly oh, like, you know it happened so what but now i feel like nowadays is much more bigger than back then you see it mm-hmm. so much now that it's just so sad like and like kids smarter than 10 yo like it's not to be gross but it's like bro like what the fuck like i don't know like it's just to me it just makes me uncomfortable because how like just how that's my question how and why and some people do it to their own fucking kids yeah and i just don't understand how the, how how like what train of thought do you gotta be in to do that fucking disgusting situation like but i feel like not a lot of people how can i say like they don't see it that way like they're mm-hmm. oh, they're mentally ill they're doing this no like they know what they're doing yeah they, they know what the fuck like, is up. of course if you're reason mm-hmm. for insanity that's fine whatever like i understand that mm-hmm. you know and you've had mental problems before but people Come on that now their own kids is just kind of like yo you know like it's just sad and like i said i feel like even more now that i'm older and i have my own kid i see it and it just it's just heartbreaking because it's like no kid should ever lose their innocence to something like that ever exactly because that's that's just kind of something that just stays with them you know Mm -hmm. and scars you yeah for sure for sure like i said like it didn't happen to me but it just kind of like left me like, oh, my God, what if it ever does happen to me? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. am I supposed to tell? Am I not supposed to tell? Like, what is right? What is wrong? Mm-hmm. You and know? you start like doubting yourself and being like, oh, shit. But is this really that or is that really that? Yeah, for sure. And then that's when you start wondering, like, oh, that's normal to me. Like, and then you see mm-hmm. other kids and they're like, "Ew, you do that. Like, that's normal to you. Like exactly and then that's when you start feeling like am i not normal like you know yeah yeah. i feel like that's probably like the most traumatic thing that happened to me in my childhood Mm -hmm. opposed to like my parents separating you know but oh i mean i feel like that was more or so not so much in my childhood but probably later like middle school type age And I feel like we both have the same emotions where it's kind of like, well, for me, my emotions were my mom and my dad separated were that like I would just 
you know, for a while I was I was mad at my mom. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like for a while I was holding grudge on her and I was like, why did you have to leave him? Or like, why did we have to like move out of the house? Like, why? Like, why? And I would always be mad. And I was that little kid, like, you know, that little kid in the movie where it's like you want your parents to get back together, but, you know, they're not. But you're just hoping for it. And that was literally me. And it was just like, oh, well, your dad is going to pick you up every Saturday and Sunday. So just be ready. And that was just pretty much it. And I hated that so much because I love spending time with my dad. And then just for him to come visit us for like an hour or two and he can't even come into the house or anything is just kind of like, oh, here's your daughter, you know? Yeah, for sure. For me, that hurt me a lot. But it took me a while to understand that, you know, what happened happened and, you know, I wasn't in the relationship to know and I was too small to realize what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. So and um just to piggyback off for piggy back right off of that tongue mm-hmm. twister right there. Okay. I feel like um it's not so much that I blamed my mom. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was more like I would ask God, like God, like why did that happen? Like, you know, why did my mom have to leave my dad? Or like why are my parents together no more? Like mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm like, was it because the kids, you know, like were doing too much? Because back then, like, it was literally every Friday that my mom and dad would get paid. We'll go to Burger King. You know, that was like our little treat. Like, that was like our little end of the week type of thing where I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end. At the end of the week, Friday, my mom gets paid. We're going to go out to Burger King. I'm going to get a Whopper, oh you know, like I just already had it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, you know, it just took me a while to like get used to not having my dad there no more. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was just for the better because yeah. um, as I got older, I, I started understanding so much more stuff now, mm-hmm. you know, which is like my dad had a drinking problem like and i feel like not a lot of people really like admitting that their dad does just because i feel like back well when i was like 15 i went to this quinceanera i mean it's not so much childhood but just like a backstory mm-hmm. um and this girl had her quinceanera and then her dad was already like stupid face drunk and mm-hmm. i was just like oh is that your dad she definitely wasn't claiming her dad Damn. Like, no, that's not like that. that's not my dad yeah i was like Shit. but oh okay she didn't want to have the what is it um dad and daughter dance that i was just like oh, damn you no know? mm-hmm. and i feel like that's just kind of like to sum it up like not a lot of people are okay with having that yeah. and i feel like at a point i didn't even realize that my dad was drunk till like later on like i said mm-hmm. that's when i just started like being okay with my mom leaving my dad and leaving that situation Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i feel like that probably was one thing that affected me during my childhood was like asking god and looking at that situation be like why why did he take my mom and dad away from me yeah like why are my mom and dad not together and happy Mm -hmm. like the other people's you know or like the other kids parents like i want my mom and dad to be like that too and that's where it hits you the most. Like when we had like little school events and then like um, they'll be like, oh, you know, bring your mom and your dad. And just like, oh, it's just my mom, you know, like that. That's that's about it. Like who else going to come, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and it was just kind of like, oh, like you would see all your other friends have their mom and dad together. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, 
I wish, you know, but I feel like um, that just kind of like made me feel or made me like realize that my mom was so much stronger than what she really is, you know? Exactly. So like I said, shout out to all the single moms out there mm-hmm. doing their damn thing. Shout out. So, yeah. And I feel like to end this conversation, mm-hmm. um, I just have like the last question which is like since we did get deep into this i feel Mm -hmm. like girl we got what is deep in there you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but like what do you feel like the end goal of this episode was the end goal for me speaking you know for me and for everyone else listening i feel like no matter what backstory you have no matter what color shape size it don't matter what you are, who you are, whatever it is you got going on or you went through, don't let don't let that shit define you. Just keep it pushing, keep it going because all that all that shit are ex- experience and make you stronger and it sucks to say it like that, but is it, to me that's how how it is. What I went through as a child is just like I I realize and I'm just like, "Oh, I don't want my child to go through it. Well, I don't have kids, but you know, when I do have kids, I don't want my kids to go through that or i you know you just don't want to see see what you saw in your childhood with you know your kids your future kids i feel like you just kind of like summarized it for me too i feel like i seen my parents mistakes and i just mm-hmm. kind of like not to say like oh i don't want to make that mistake or yeah you know i just kind of picked up on things that my parents did that it was just kind of like nah like that's something i'm not trying to mm-hmm. do I feel like my end goal of this all to whoever's hearing, I feel like it's just kind of like whatever happened to you in your childhood that could either um, define you or you can just keep pushing it and not let it let it define you like in that. I mean, like you can leave it where it's at or you can just keep dragging it on with you mm-hmm. and just keep it letting like, how can I say like. Or you could just keep having it with you and letting it drag you down. Exactly. Yep. You know, and I feel like that's probably one of the things that not a lot of people talk about, like their childhood. And it's just like, I feel like that's probably one of the most important things to talk about, because that's just kind of like yep. how it shapes you, how it shapes you, you and, and and how you are as a person mm-hmm. now. Yep. Even though we're still haven't like lived our full potential, which is like, bitch, we barely even like 26, 27. So like, you know, we're like yeah. right there, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of like, like I said, don't let your childhood bring you down. Like maybe you might black it out. Maybe you don't never want to talk about that, but just releasing that and just talking about it or just keeping it shoved in wherever you have that. Mm-hmm. makes you feel better just know that you're not the only one that went through whatever you went through you know exactly maybe our stories aren't the same exact that you went through but or it's not that you're bad not the only, or yeah you know mm-hmm. like there's many more people that went through shit too and it's not like chris said it's not to just say like oh you went through shit like get over it no mm-hmm. like you don't just wake up one morning and be like oh well yeah oh. you know what i'm gonna forget this and mm-hmm. i'm just gonna keep living my life like no it takes time, but you'll definitely get there. Like I said, just remember there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And Truly. it gets better, you know? Like Christy said, you're not going to stay there forever. 
unless you want to stay there forever for sure then that's a different conversation can i get an amen no let me stop playing like that they'll be like girl you be- girl stop messing with jesus <laughs> nah but i just feel like um yeah all in all i feel like I just- this episode was pretty touchy and hopefully yeah. whoever stayed tuned to listen to it hopefully you got something out of this episode and actually like i said hopefully it really made you think about your childhood and be like okay well i never got to talk about this even if it's writing it down on a journal about whatever it is that you went through just express it and just letting it all out i could tell you that's probably one of the best feelings ever Mm -hmm. so and to end this just to end this really quick i want you to tell like one little like small story of something funny that happened to you as a child just to lighten <laughs> up the, the ending <laughs> no nah, bitch people are not gonna see me the same no more just one nah, but I'm, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna go ahead though because you know what it probably happened to y'all too like i'm gonna fuck but all right so i was probably like seven and i was walking home from school and i really really had to pee you know like i really really had a pee like i knew i had a pee but i was like nah i can make it home because my house from like the school was probably like a good 15 20 minutes max mm-hmm. and i was like no nah, no nah, i'll make it home i'll make it home midway have home bitch i was like you know what fuck it i'm already like two minutes away from my house i just fucking peed on the pants <laughs> while walking i just fucking peed bitch my fucking <laughs> socks were soaked my my freaking <laughs> shoes were soaked i was like whatever Girl, I did it. That's, <laughs> that's probably one of like the no, most you funny didn't. things. That, you know, like no. it was just like whatever. Like, bro, I'm already home. Like, <laughs> bitch, I can't hold it. No Let longer. me take off these peat socks. <laughs> nah, but I did get home and I showered right away because bitch ain't want to be the pee pee girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be that. So I got home, took my ass a shower, and I mean. It was never to be talked about again, but here we are on the podcast letting you know. So letting you know here. <laughs> so if y'all peed on your pants, it's okay. It's okay because I went through that shit too. <laughs> Just make sure you know you take them pee socks off. Because then you'll be the pee pee girl, pee pee boy. <laughs> and you wash them. Bro, okay. Something funny for that happened to me. All right. So back then, like, we would go to church, right? And then. And- <laughs> <laughs> what bitch is saying okay so we'll go to church right and you know like well i don't know if people go to church or not well okay so usually when you go to church they sing and then you know the pastor comes out and then he preaches like for an hour right mm-hmm. okay so usually like that hour like i would just go to sleep right and then i remember one day i fell asleep on my mom's lap because she would just always like you know like um comb my hair and that's how i fall asleep your hair. yeah mm-hmm. and then yo tell me how like she she told me to wake up because i have farted really bad <laughs> she's like, Levantate. like what? yeah you farted like you farted really bad and the lady behind me Yo, the lady behind me was like telling mom, like, yo, like, control your child. Yo, and then my mom was like, oh, don't worry about it because um, 
right after it got quiet again, like her phone was was uh, ringing reggaeton. And, you know, for us back then, it was bad. Like, you're not supposed to be listening to that. Yeah. But my mom was trying to make me feel better. So I think for me, that was something that was really funny because I'm like, damn, I'm literally <laughs> farting in this hole. Like, OK. Bitch, I'm surprised you didn't even wake up with that fat ass party took. I was like, shit. Bitch, you was in deep sleep. Bruh, Jesus was like, girl, if you don't Them angels will have you up in heaven real good then. Baby, I was, baby, I was already in. Lobbing off? Shit, I was like, no, let me stop. What happened, mommy? I said, said, what? Yo, and then when I woke up, everybody was fucking staring at me. I was like, what? Like, yeah, esa fue la que se echó el peo ahorita. Pastor, por favor, ore por ese culito. Yo. Dese vuelta, mija, dese vuelta. <laughs> nah, but to end this podcast, I hope you guys enjoyed the topic that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. If you guys have any topics you would like to talk about, hit us up on our IG page at Las Dos Amigas Podcast. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. And just, you know, peace and love. Hopefully we'll see you or hear you on our next, on our next episode. episode. Bye y'all. Peace out.